Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, now we're going to get to something that is really good and it is really special. So many of you know that the longest chapter in the Bible is Psalm 119. That is the chapter we're about to address, and I've broken it into a number of separate segments because it's 176 verses. This particular psalm has more content, word count-wise, than 22 full books of the Bible. So it is a huge chapter. I'm breaking it um, into 11 segments. I hope you'll forgive me for that, but I think it's necessary to do it justice. Now, this is a critically important psalm because it's all about the Word of God. And the Word of God, of course, is um, personified in the person of Jesus Christ. But this is the longest writing in the entire Bible having to do with the nature of the Word of God, the benefits for those who live by the Word of God, aspects of the Word of God in terms of how it affects our lives and how we approach it. Just a a lot of um, uh, teaching on the Word of God. The author is unknown, but it seems to have come from one individual, maybe from a perspective of a lifetime of godly devotion. Now, there's something unique contained within this psalm that uh, is not going to be apparent in English. It's written in the form of an acrostic poem, and it's divided into 22 sections of eight verses each. And each of the 22 sections begin with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so, for example, the first section of eight verses begin with Aleph. The the letter Aleph is the first word in the first verse, the first word in the second verse, etc., all eight verses. And so uh, I hope you're following that. But it's um, intended to be written in such a way that you could memorize it easily if you were a Hebrew speaker because you would have the mnemonic device of remembering the alphabet uh, to remind you of these various verses. It's an ingenious way to do it. But let's look now, and uh, as we begin, I'm not going to read the entire 176 verses. I'm going to read the first 16 verses, and we're calling this Psalm 119, Part 1. Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all of their heart. They do no wrong, but follow his ways. You have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Then I would not be put to shame when I consider all of your commands. I will praise you with an upright heart as I learn your righteous laws. I will obey your decrees. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all of my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. 
I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees, and I will not neglect your word. So that's the end of of, uh, verse 16. And as you, you just heard, this kind of comes across like a lot of Proverbs about the Word of God. Perhaps because of the poetic devices used, it was not written like paragraph by paragraph, but sentence by sentence or phrase by phrase. But the first verse opens, um, led off by the Hebrew letter Aleph, and um, it starts with blessings for those who follow God's Word. Verse 1, blessed are those whose ways are blameless who walk according to the law of the Lord. And so right out of the gate, we're told that um, our lives need to uh, line up with the Word of God, that our ways need to be in agreement with the Word of God. And it says according to the law of God. The word that's used there for law in Hebrew is Torah. So according to the Torah of the Lord. Verse 2, Blessed are those who keep His statutes and seek Him with all of their heart. They do no wrong, but they follow his ways. And so this um, seeking the Lord with all of our hearts is a continuing theme through all of Scripture. But again, a blessing is spoken over those who are obedient to his word. The Lord is then addressed directly uh, by the psalmist, verse 4. You have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. In other words, the word of God is not optional, friends. It is intended by its author, the Lord, to be fully obeyed, and we concur with that. Next, there's a wish prayer for steadfast obedience. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Then I would not be put to shame when I consider all of your commands. And so those who obey the ways of the Lord will not be ashamed when they stand before the Lord. There's praise to the Lord for his righteous laws. Verse 7, I will praise you with an upright heart, as I learn your righteous laws. And uh, it is indeed praiseworthy, as we're able to obtain, apprehend the word of the Lord. I will obey your decrees. Do not utterly forsake me. And so this seems like a pledge uh, followed by a prayer. I will obey your decrees. It doesn't say therefore, but basically therefore, do not utterly forsake me. So that's the first eight verses. All, each verse started with the Hebrew letter Aleph. And then next comes the Hebrew letter Bet, starting in verse 9. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. Now this um, is a question asked and answered. How can a young person stay on the path of purity, living holy? By living according to your word. And so that is the standard for believers. You know, the Lord um, understands our sin, but he doesn't condone our sin. He expects us to live according to his word. A pledge is made for a devotion and a prayer for guidance. Next, verse 10. I seek you with all of my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. And that, that heartfelt prayer uh, should be on the lips of all of us. Lord, help us not to stray from your commands. And then a precious faith decree. I have hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Friends, one of the reasons we're doing this entire series of messages uh, encompassing the, the whole Bible from Genesis through Revelation is so that the hearers 
might be able to receive the Word of God and hide it in their hearts so that they could be in right relationship with the Lord. Your Word I've hidden in my heart so that I might not sin against you. That is a a practice for all believers in all generations. This is followed by a prayer request. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. And we indeed need the Lord to be our teacher. We need the Holy Spirit to teach us. And Jesus said in John, the Gospel of John, that the Holy Spirit would come and be our teacher. He would teach us all things, all of his. He would remind us of the words of Jesus. The psalmist um, makes an interesting statement in verse 13. He says, with my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. In other words, the psalmist recites God's word. This is, a, this is a good way to meditate on the Word of God. I'm, of course, reciting God's Word to you today, but this is not my devotion or my devotional practice for the day. But the idea of reciting the Word of the Lord with our mouths is, um, uh, is very biblical, front and back, Old and New Testament. And so the psalmist um, practices this recitation with his lips. The Word of God is compared to great riches. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. Truly, from an eternal perspective, friends, uh, the statutes of God, the Word of God, um, uh, is worth much more than any of the riches that could be found on this world. The psalmist says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I frequently do that, and I trust that you do as well. We need to think about the precepts of the Lord. We need to consider our ways in the light of the precepts of the Lord and see if we're walking in agreement. And then finally, this last verse in this segment, in this um, part one, I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. That is a, a powerful faith decree and a promise for each of us to make before the Lord. And so, Lord, we thank you for this amazing Psalm 119, first of all. Lord, um, as the speaker, I pray that you would give me much grace and anointing to share this magnificent psalm in a way that it can be beneficial to those who hear me talk. Lord, um, I do love your word. That's one of the reasons I've, I've taken this, this whole journey of reciting your word and talking about it. I pray, Lord, for an anointing to share with my lips your word. Lord, your your word truly is too holy for any individual to definitively say, this is what it means and this is all it means. But Lord, give me grace to share a measure of the depth of meaning contained within each of your, your words of scripture. Lord, there's so much for us to know. Lord, give us the grace to know and the grace to obey what it is that we know. Help us, Lord. We thank you that all of your ways are righteous. Teach us your word and teach us to obey your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.